0: Cities, we are The Daves You Know. This is The Daves. I
1: you
2: want me to be that type of dude, and I want to be who you like me to, but we both know I can't do nothing at all.
0: and welcome to episode 245 of the dave's i know podcast uh we have a special special one this week
1: uh we have mj here how are you doing mj i'm not special but i'm here i'm doing well i just got done with a usl league two recap for uh st croix legends versus peoria city and i'm glad that's uh, finally done
0: cool Uh, jess will be joining us very shortly um she is uh, slightly uh deterred uh delayed this uh this evening but i say it's special because we have a a very special guest uh the one and only pa loon uh you might know him well you probably if you're a minnesota united fan, know him from twitter it's uh it's at loon sylvania on twitter correct that is correct okay so yeah P.A. Loon, uh him of of uh and we're gonna we're gonna talk to him a little bit about um his Minnesota United fandom and all that. Um I I, I have lots of questions about his uh Bundesliga jersey rankings uh as well. Um if you didn't catch that thread, it's it's pretty fantastic. So um what's well, while we wait for Jess before we start talk. we have a lot of games to talk about, obviously, two games to recap uh very briefly, two games to preview uh for this upcoming week, including uh the another battle of the birds between uh, loons and union uh, Omaha, the owls. Um, so yeah, so we have a lot of stuff to talk about. But let's jump in and let's get to know, uh, PA loon a little better and better know a PA loon, uh, segment on, upon the podcast, uh, MJ, take it away.
1: So one question I get is when someone asks me where I'm from and I say Thief River Falls, Minnesota is no, where are you really from? So in, in the spirit of that, well, actually not in the spirit of that at all. Where are you really from PA loon?
2: I'm in central Pennsylvania. Um, if if you leave this area, everyone in Pennsylvania is from either Philly or Pittsburgh. So I'm like smack dab right in the middle of the two.
1: Are we talking Harrisburg or more? You got it. Okay. I've heard. Yeah,
2: it, don't know how to how geographically specific you want to get, but yeah, if you if you leave this area, everyone's just Philly. Uh, but yeah, Harrisburg would be. That'd be much closer. If-
1: Yeah, I heard. heard Well, I mean, if you would have said York, I would have known where that is. But you know, that's neither here nor there.
0: I I heard a joke once that basically uh, Pennsylvania is Philadelphia uh, and Pittsburgh, and then the middle is all Alabama. Basically, is that generally correct or?
2: Yeah, there's uh, two versions of it. Pennsylvania is Philly in the east, Pittsburgh in the west, and Alabama in the middle. (laughs) Uh, Or the other version is that we are Kentucky in the middle because I think that one makes a much better like uh like loon sylvania you know you gotta kind of ram something together and be cutesy now so the kentucky one works better because then it's pencil tucky
0: okay that that yeah, makes yeah. sense that makes sense uh
1: great all right mj continue please what made you set off on the quest to find an mls team since there's not one really close to you and why was it because you despise the, the philadelphia union
2: <laughs> uh i i have thrown a little bit of shade in at Philadelphia in the past. I don't hate Philadelphia Union. I do hate where their stadium is located. Uh, I don't know if you've been out to to Chester at all, but it is not a great area to to go and catch a game. There's just not a whole lot there. And they just kind of like plop this really nice stadium down. Like the stadium is great. It's got that wonderful view of the bridge and it is just not a, a great place to, to go for a game. So uh, I don't really hate the union, uh, i I don't like how much of the the fandom around that that team initially was just the no one likes us, we don't care. Like that was something that I really didn't enjoy about how Philly set themselves up. Um, I'm an Eagles fan, so it's not like I despise everything Philadelphia. but i I feel like the Eagles really we've earned that sort of attitude towards the rest of the league. Like we booed Santa Claus. Like that story is true. (laughs) I don't know if anyone's ever heard that, but I can confirm that really did happen. That really was a thing back in the sixties. There is an excuse that they were actually booing the team because they were so bad that year, but Santa was on the field. So just the optics of it were they were booing Santa Claus. Like you have really earned the loathing and the hatred when you're booing Santa Claus you can't just show up in the league and try and claim that like, well, we're, we're roughly in the same zip code as them. So you have to hate us too. Um, but I just, I wasn't as much of a big fan when that club came in and, and how they sort of wanted to be viewed and, and treated. So I didn't really get into it uh, with the union coming in. I would just casually watch MLS from time to time, but I would probably say what made me get into it was everything with COVID and when we lost sports and they weren't around and then they started slowly coming back. Like that was when I really kind of got into the Bundesliga because, you know, if you remember back, that was the first like big league that suddenly was back and playing games. And it was just like, Oh my God, there's something on TV. Like, you know, you would take anything at that point. I was waking up to watch K league games at like three or four. Thank in the morning. you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yes. And it was wildly entertaining. Like I, yeah. I had a, a whole season of following it, and I could have told you about Byung-Soo Ball and, you know, all of the, the great qualities of the K League, and started learning some of their rules. Like I just, I enjoy a lot of different, uh, different countries and different leagues that they played. They each have their own little flavor. I like to refer to myself as kind of a football anthropologist. That you just kind of understand, like, what is it that makes this league fun and interesting. I was waking up to watch a league games in Australia and that was fun. So watching all these different leagues. And then when, you know, you start to kind of think about, well, you've got a league here and I haven't really gotten into it a whole lot. So I might as well, you know, give it a shot. It kind of fits perfectly into the, the sports calendar. There's not a whole lot over the summer. I'm not a baseball fan. I, I just find baseball mind numbingly boring. And so I was like, there's all this time in the summer, like, you know, let's find it. And I thought, you know, if I can tap into having a little bit of fun on social media, because that's really where I'm going to be for most of these games. So that's where the whole like MLS free agent fan idea came from was I can just make this account. I'll start lurking around on MLS Twitter and, and see what happens. And I can make this whole contest out of it. Like a, you know, goofy little bachelor style reality show of just kicking people off now and then whenever I, get tired of them and come up with funny reasons why, you know, I can't root for this team, can't root for that team. You know, like that was just kind of the, the genesis of it, of, I'd like to find an MLS team. I'm going to be online for most of these games because I'm not really located near anyone. So
1: have some laughs while we're at it. What was your initial handle when you were not Loon Loon Sylvania, but you were just uh, a Pennsylvania MLS fan.
2: It was uh, at MLS free agent fan.
3: That was the handle. I voted. Did you? Did Zeller MJ? Did either of you vote? I
1: tried to stay out of it for obvious reasons. <laughs> what? Shut yeah.
3: up! No, those, <laughs> fight those impulses, MJ.
1: No, no, no. Because I,
3: obviously, I, I had to get in there and root for the home team. That is my home team, and home's your home away from home. Mikasa is eh? I mean,
1: I just want to say that that I wanted to save you from like deep dives into like minnesota thunder minnesota stars lore of like this sort of old codger this is the history and this is the glorious history of minnesota pro soccer and why you should just join that history it wouldn't have helped the cause at all
3: no but this face did
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was just uh i couldn't believe that that it was available and then i thought well this will be funny like i'll have three people that find it and no one will notice but I'll, I'll make myself laugh, if nothing else. Like, I'll perform for an audience of one. And then it started to get some traction. Like, there were uh, there were fans that would tweet me, like, um, uh, some Chicago fans tweeted at me. They're like, please eliminate us. Like, you don't want this pain. <laughs> and so, like, that was one that kind of cracked me and up. I mean, you so were like, like
3: well, okay.
2: Yeah, I was like, I'll oblige you. So, like, the next tweet that went out was, you know, sorry, Chicago has sacrificed themselves. Like, they don't want me. They're they're trying to spare me the pain. Cincinnati had a couple of funny ones like that, where somebody would tweet and they're like, are you a fan of wooden spoons? I was like, not really. And he goes, yeah, then don't bother. (laughs) So it just became kind of this funny thing where you picked up on like, yeah, there's this there's this group of people that this is just fun. And I like to approach it as like sports should be fun. And if I could find a group of people that kind of viewed it like minded, that if you win, that's great. But the winning is like icing on the cake for me. That it's more about having a laugh. It's more about, you know, whenever the team's looking great, you celebrate it. And whenever they're not, you find something to joke about. Like I I don't like the the miserable like toxicity that's around some fans. I mean I I think recently I've kind of gotten a name for taking shots at the premier league from from time to time about the the fans and how they are as
3: an MLS here. Let's just keep that in mind.
2: (laughs) I just, it it is so bizarre to me that you've got a a club that is going to potentially win three major trophies and their fans are like, well, it wasn't four. what a disastrous season. You're like, (laughs) really? Like what your life must be like to view three major trophies as failure. That's, that's amazing. Like, can I be your adopted child? I want to be in your will because your life is just so blessed and fortunate that you think three trophies, European silverware, and you're going to kind of turn your nose up at that. It's just so bizarre to me. I'm,
0: I'm a Liverpool fan, but I don't subscribe to that theory. I think three fucking trophies is amazing. Um, so.
1: I think you'll be happy with with the two domestic ones that you end up getting. So
0: I'll I'll I'm gonna, we're gonna take all three. I'll be very fantastic. So um so what are you so uh so using Twitter obviously uh Twitter you know I'm, I'm I'm very uh very much on Twitter all the time um I generally but I've generally sort of uh tailored my experience so I don't really follow people that piss me off too much. Um, how have you found the Minnesota, I mean, so Minnesota United Twitter is a particularly active Twitter in MOS. Is it? Uh, we are, we are, uh, we are also known for our creating um, weird ass uh, supporter groups, uh, uh, Twitter supporter groups. Um, how have you found your interactions with uh, Minnesota Twitter, Minnesota United Twitter fans, whether it's oh, know, it, specific SGs or, or just the, the fans in general?
2: Oh, it's been great. Um, I think that was probably the thing that drew me in the most was whenever I started finding out like all of the different goofball supporter groups or is like, this is a group that gets it. These are people that understand what I am here for. This is the content that I'm on Twitter for of just like the loon thrins and the loon saloons, like all (laughs) of those different groups where I'm like, this is, these are people that understand what I am doing here. Like if we win great. And if we lose, I, I don't want to sit pouring over like tactical analysis of what went wrong. Like that's, that's not the thing Why that I'm do doing. that when
3: you can just yell who's ready to riot
2: yeah yeah i mean just tweet panic and like is it is it time yet and you know, those types of things i was like this is this is a fun bunch it really minnesota and uh if i can be uh magnanimous towards <laughs> oh God. yeah see hashtag panic yeah see, i learned that one early where they're like no, no yeah. calm down we're not at hashtag panic levels yet. yeah <laughs> um no, the only, the other group that I would have to say, like, full credit to them that I thought was was a very fun bunch was uh, Nashville. Had a, a really fun group of fans that, like, you tweet anything with that everyone in hashtag, and all of a sudden, football Moses, like, just starts showing up in your interventions <laughs> all the time. I was like, yeah, those are the two. The, for me, the difference is uh, if I'm going to head to a game I am not cut out for anything about the south particularly the weather in the middle of the summer I would far rather head up to Minnesota where you know, like it is it's just space. a much nicer place to be I like the uh, I, this isn't a politics podcast but I would I would find myself much more at home in Minnesota than <laughs> Tennessee in well, that regard
3: speaking sure Yeah
2: so we'll we'll leave it at that values but,
3: maybe speaking even yeah. broader
2: but I mean, the Nash- the Nashville folks were were a great bunch. So they were wonderful. Uh, it, it just it was a thing that kind of grew out of it. I I'm extremely partial to to Michigan, so that part of the country is something that that I hold very near and dear. I'm I'm heading to the Upper Peninsula for a vacation this summer, so can't wait to can't wait to be back up on the UP. Um, by youper. Yep, up with the youpers. Uh So there'll be some there'll be some uper jokes i'm sure flying around on twitter whenever i'm up there but that yeah, was just a, a fun bunch i i've loved the the idea of all the goofy uh supporter groups i actually uh have founded one myself the the rose nylons if you've seen them
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. floating around
2: <laughs> yeah that's me yeah wonderful yeah the rose nylons the uh the minnesota united supporters that are uh the pride of saint olaf <laughs>
3: Oh my God. Is the, Betty White as Dorothy your mascot? Because. Oh, uh, yeah. If
2: you, if you go check out the profile picture, it is uh, Betty White's head on a Minnesota United player <laughs> kicking a ball. I it's pretty, love it's, this. It's pretty
0: fantastic. I uh, saw one pop up last night, the pullout loons, um, in response <laughs> to yes! the. True North Elite, Uh, they come in, You loons, and so the pullout loons was was started before the first half was even over. So that's how fucking weird uh, we are. So which is so awesome. Yeah,
2: yeah, I think it's the best. Like I love that aspect of where I was like, yeah, they they get it. This is supposed to be fun. This is this is entertainment after all. Like we're not we're not dealing with something very serious. Like we all have that aspect of our lives, and this is not supposed to be that.
3: not, not for my tribe. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've brought a tear to my eye over a loon or two, maybe even recently. But oh, um, I,
2: I have. I will proudly admit I have cried over sports. I, I mean, when when my Eagles won the Super Bowl, I sat on the couch and cried like a baby for a little while. Um, but whenever they, I mean, that was in the celebration when it's
0: wasn't when that it's misery. It? Did they win it in Minnesota too? So you have they, that they, whole connection as well. So. Yeah,
2: they did. That came up as well. I was like, so, I mean, the Eagles have had like the greatest moment in Minnesota NFL history is potentially held by my team. So
3: <laughs> that's the deal with that Super Bowl thing. I don't get it.
1: W- what is this thing called the Super Bowl? <laughs> it's a super no, foul. G- getting back to, to soccer, I just want to say that I share your loathing of certain fans that just want to be miserable or and and i'm an everton fan and i i hate people that just want to be miserable and (laughs) (laughs) just saying something there's a point where whether it's uh european or latin american or even mls where people just take things way too seriously and they don't know how to have fun and uh so i appreciate that uh you recognize that in various uh soccer atmospheres and you're like hey that's not for me let's find something that's more me
2: yeah definitely to that i mean the Bundesliga that you mentioned doing the jersey rankings and stuff that was part of what i enjoyed about that when people point to it and they go oh well baron wins all the time i'm like yeah but that's one part of this like look how much fun these people are having like Mm -hmm. look at the stands listen to the singing Look at all of the banners and flags that they're waving around. Like, they're having a blast. They show up on day one knowing Barron's probably going to win this. We don't care. That's not what we're here for. And when you look at something like Freiburg or Union, like, there's just some really great stories there that are, that are fun, that you don't see as much in other leagues, at least in my reading of them. So that's what I enjoy about watching the Bundesliga a lot. I mean, as far as pyro. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they set fire in the stands all the time. I mean, who doesn't love that? Um, but as far as England, like, you know, I, I refer a team in the in the third tier, so you know, it's a, it's a. Oh, slog, which one? But, uh, Charlton.
1: You're a Charlton Athletic fan. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, and there's a bunch of fans that I that I uh, interact with over there, and you know, they're a fun bunch too. But it again, it comes down to like. You know, you, you share some common interests and you can have some fun around this. I mean, we don't even have a manager right now, so everyone's kind of laughing about that. And like, is it you? Have they contacted you? Should I send my resume in? Like, <laughs> what, what's the deal? And I mean, it, it really just is. It should be fun. It's there's so many other things that you can get wrapped up about. And let's be honest, so many other things that are far more important than who wins a soccer game. Um, so I try not try to keep it in perspective like that.
0: Well, um, you mentioned Charlton. Um, do you have a specific Bundesliga team, um, or are you just kind of a fan of the league in general?
2: Yeah, for Bundesliga, I I do enjoy the some of the kind of the middle of the the pack. I definitely. I mean, if I'm, I mean, I think this comes from a place of love and and being one of you. If I'm going to root for Minnesota United, I don't think I'm cut out to be a Barron supporter either. Like that <laughs> that level of success <laughs> would just go to my head, and I wouldn't know what to do with myself. So, no, I don't really have a, a specific Bundesliga team. Some people have joked about that, like, so when's, uh, when's your free agency for the Bundesliga going to happen? And I'm like, I don't know. It, <laughs> it, was a, it was kind of a summer thing, so I had some free time on my hands and, and did that. The Bundesliga is, you know, during the, the rest of the year when things are a little bit busier, but who knows? I mean, I'm, I'm certainly open to, to finding that. I think that is one aspect that it takes uh, an, an interesting type of European fan to get that part of American culture where, like oh well this is my english team this is my american team you are like so you have like nine teams like yeah it, it's an american thing like yeah that's how we roll just deal with it
0: can i can i interest you in a Bundesliga five team and fc st paulie
2: yeah um, fc St yeah they, i do watch whenever i get a chance i i love that espn plus carries those games i i saw that today um you know Herta survived and was able to keep haas val down which i mean that's yeah. just a that's a car crash of a a situation for them so yeah. no i i enjoy the this fight of bundesliga um st Pauli is certainly a an interesting club to to follow like and definitely like dragging some of the, the values and politics around that are in that i do i do have the uh was it their third shirt this year that kind of gray one with the rainbow yeah. badge that they did i do have that one so i got, got a couple w- of bundesliga
0: I got that one too but i got it i accidentally ordered a small which does not fit me so i need to find <laughs> a good soul for that shirt so um but there's actually a group of us uh, a good solid 10 or 12 of us who meet at the black heart and watch the matches um typically on delay because normally they're at like 6 30 in the morning so we're not getting our asses up to bed out of bed at six thirty to watch uh st Pauli matches we'll watch them later in
2: the day but yeah i do have uh, to right. Shout out to the black card, the, uh, the everyone likes us, we don't care. When I saw that, that was another part of the
0: <laughs>
1: oh my god, I mention,
0: that's that is that is one of uh, dark clouds have many mottos, that is one of them. Everybody likes us, we don't care. Um, kind of the antithesis of the no one likes us, we don't care motto. Um, any MJ, you
1: have like one more question, then we can jump into the uh, to the I, actual I actually don't, uh, oh, okay. Uh, we, we bled into my, my fourth question with that topic, so n- naturally and organically, so why waste time? Uh, retreading the, the subject matter of the fourth question. Uh, sounds good. So, like I said at the top of the podcast, we're gonna kind of blow through these
0: pretty quickly. Um, at least the first game, uh, was uh, not as exciting as you know one would hope an LA, LA Galaxy Loons match was. Uh, but I'll just say, uh, thank you, Christian. Uh, Christian Fitchett, um, the ad Hop clouds on Twitter. Um, he uh, unfortunately was unable to attend the match. He has, uh, he, he sits in the field club uh cuz that dude um is a uh,
3: baller it's a baller
0: yeah and field club uh guys it's fucking legit i'm not going to lie um
3: rainbows literally <laughs> rainbows
0: we had we had we had a double rainbow at the game in the first half which was fantastic three puppies
3: free yeah. puppies in the buffet you got kittens on tap it's fucking phenomenal. Don't miss it. If you ever get the opportunity, I am so glad I blew off work and called in sick <laughs> Thursday and Friday last week. It was fucking worth it.
0: Yep. So, uh, oh, MJ. And- oh, go ahead. Go ahead,
3: Jeff. I need to call out Jack or should oh, we- yeah. a big shout out to my biggest nine year old fan. His name is Jack. I met your paw in the beverage line. Um, We both declined the free kittens, I apologize. But in the beverage line, your father revealed to me that you are a great big fan of that loud woman that sits to your upper left. And I told him, well, you can get more of me on demand. Careful what you wish for. And I told him that I wanted to shout out to my biggest fan, Jack. I appreciate you, you you know, Give me the eye one time. Not the evil eye. You know I get that one a lot. I'm out. But the the like, hey, I'm Jack eye. I'll be on the lookout for it, buddy. Thank you.
0: Awesome. All right. MJ, uh, as our resident foodie here, uh, what did you think of the food at the field club? And then we'll actually talk about the
1: game. Don't don't worry. We're, we're going to talk about the second half here in a sec. So, Very briefly, it was a very mixed bag. I love all you can eat. Now, granted, I didn't have to pay for this ticket because christian was very benevolent and let us go to the bmw sponsored you know feel don't to say their name
3: the field of dreams
1: section so they had an amazing like gourmet chef that was doing this sausage apple stir fry with like cabbage and onions and it was fucking delicious but they served it on A plate that was a quarter size of the other plates that you took through the buffet lines and the, the plates that they, you had on the other, the other buffet lines were about a quarter of the size of an MJ size plate at at a given buffet. They, they were just not that big. So I, I, Kicking that gift horse in the mouth. (laughs) seconds On the, the apple sausage, uh, uh, stir fry, but, um, the, the nacho bar was, was very mediocre um wes will be very happy to hear that even though i love nachos when the only protein you can get is chili and i love me some beans and and ground beef but like no carnitas no chicken you know no barbacoa there's there was nothing
3: there was no meat in this sandwich yeah
1: there was there was chili and some and then you only have queso Sauce, no, no, freshly grated cheese or crema or you know whatever. Like it was just only one type of like pickled jalapenos. It was it was a lame nacho bar. Only one type of pickled jalapenos. What a insane, freshly cut serrano request. Very much some (laughs) habaneros to give it the extra kick. Like just there, there was no guacamole. You know, like all right. So what's Let's
0: distill this all down into an email. We can send it to Sherry Ballard. Um.
1: <laughs> the the shrimp pasta was fucking amazing. The paella was like rice pilaf.
3: They had shrimp in the pasta. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's a shrimp. higher value protein than, say, a shredded chicken for
1: your nachos. So, uh, oh. you know,
3: it's a trade-off.
1: I'm giving the love and I'm giving the hate. That's what this is about. And, and <laughs> I... Just, the 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 pasta was fucking incredible. It was like a, a rosa sauce. The the paella was bland as all get out. It might as well have in rice pilaf with a bunch of other ingredients that you don't find in paella. Um I make a better paella than that on a budget and it was not even close. Um the vegetables with the hummus, phenomenal. So, you know, it was it was give or take. Now when I know if I ever get this chance to go to the field club again, I know what to you know, partake up and then what to avoid. Well, and also the food changes every, every time too,
0: so there is that. Okay. But anyways, I'll try uh, all. Let's, let's talk about the actual soccer. Um, <laughs> uh, in the sixty-second minute, so teams play to a pretty uh, drab one or zero-zero uh, draw at uh, through the first half. On the second half, um, Minnesota actually, you know, has a has an amazing sequence uh, where uh, Jonathan Bond has to make two saves. Um, very close to one another, uh, MJ, tell us a little bit about this, uh, this double save.
1: They played it down the right side to Bongi and Bongi was able to turn the corner and hit Frank Payne on the, on the diagonal. Frank Payne takes it with his off foot. He does a, like a one touch with his right foot Jonathan bond saves that with his leg. And then the rebound comes back to him and then he puts the header in and bond gets his hands up. And I was just like, how, how do we not score there? Yeah. To be honest, let's 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 be frank. Uh, frank Payne and Bongi seem to be a good combination on the wings.
0: They do. Uh, they do. Um, yeah, Jonathan Bond stood on his head uh, for almost all of this game. So, uh, in the 80th minute, there is a uh, VAR assist, uh, assisted pen awarded. Um, it was awarded uh, against Michael Boxall. Apparently, he got his uh, arm to a ball from Chicharito in the box and in the 83rd minute, uh, Sasha Kleshin steps up and buries the pen. I think he goes left and Dane goes right or, or, or vice versa uh, makes it zero zero one to LA galaxy, not looking good for Minnesota. They had plenty of chances in this game and they couldn't convert. Um, however, only four minutes later, Minnesota gets their goal, um, to make it one, one DJ Taylor, uh, has a throw in to Hunu, who kind of sort of like shields the ball, uh, taps it back to DJ Taylor. Who basically cuts uh, across the end line, beating Chase Gasper of all players. Uh, we have to sit right behind Chase, by the way, too. We were, we could. I was yelling uh, at Greg Vanny um, about his Chivas USA stint uh, all night. He was not. I don't think he was excited about that. But DG Taylor beats Chase Gasper. He cuts it back to Robin Lude, uh, who left foots it, um, sliding left foot into the back of the net to give Minnesota their goal to make it one to one, and that is how the game ended. Uh, that was Lou's fifth goal of the season, um, which gave him twenty-one on this uh, as as a Minnesota United player, which tied him with Christian Ramirez and Darwin Quintero for all-time uh, team leaders in goals scored. And one other note: Minnesota outshot the Galaxy seventeen to twelve, including eight to four on goal. Uh, clearly, our finishing um, not not great.
1: I just want to say that ratio of shots on net to shots total is much improved from the beginning of the season in the last year. So as much as we are disappointed that they drew at home, that improving your ratio of like getting shots actually on target, it's a good thing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they're putting them on frame. They're not really putting them in the back of the net, which is uh, a frustrating thing. So anything else from the game? I, Jess, it sounds like you were heard on TV, apparently, at one point.
3: Um, uh, I so hope so, because oh, I should have to go do that. I think somewhere I might be able to retrieve a recording if indeed that was true. Because I've never like- heard myself make the overhead just been told. Of it. And I'm, yeah. And uh, at first I was shy, right? I wasn't going to let the whole Jess flag fly. It was a completely different, um, uh, different ratio, my mouth level to the person in front of me's eardrum level. Um, they were definitely more even than my usual seats. And I felt, you know, I didn't know if this crowd was going to, you know, well, one lady was going to eat me to shreds, but I'll get to that in my hot or not review.
0: <laughs> the my favorite part, I think, of sitting that close to the field, including, you know, uh, heckling Greg Vanny all night, which was fantastic, um, was that uh, during after they had did the announcements and they were and they were they were doing their last warm ups. Uh, Raheem Edwards was running out there and I, I just yelled out Raheem, Adrian, he fucked you. And uh, Raheem Edwards uh, was like looked right at me, and he winked and said, "Fuck Adrian Heath or fuck Adrian." <laughs> no, that was uh,
3: story. I totally thought you made that up. That did not happen. No, it
0: absolutely happened. Yeah, because I turned. No to that, way. I turned to the kids. There's like these probably like 22, 23 year old kids who were sitting next to us, and I was like, "Did he just say fuck Adrian?" And the guy's like, "Yeah, he said fuck Adrian." <laughs> so, <laughs> um so yeah so that was my that was the highlight of the night for me honestly and then the double rainbow you know too but and and getting to sit next to my friends uh for an entire game so
3: the first match we've ever actually all sat together for ever
0: yes indeed
3: at, at all now
0: it's i you know i don't want to wish ill on christian but you know if you know you ever again it's not feeling well those things are So want,
3: if you you need you know you've got a family reunion i mean there's a we don't wish you ill we wish you many vacations
0: yeah uh all right <laughs> <coughs> sorry anything else uh on that game before we do our uh freddy adus
3: it was magical
0: all right, all right uh pa Loon, you feel free to jump in on this we uh, we do our, our freddy adus for the game that's minnesota's good player and then minnesota's shitty player of the game um feel free to uh add whichever one you you want one or both or or neither you certainly can stick, stay away from it so uh mj who do you have for uh, your uh, freddy adus for minnesota
1: i'm gonna say my good Freddie ado is dj taylor he had a lot of blocks and frustrating their attack um on his right their their left hand side and he got that uh, that nice assist to, to loot at the end um, he actually had uh, some nice passes and and I believe a shot on net in, in the in the attack as well. So I thought a, a very complete game from from DJ Taylor. And my shitty Freddie adieu. It's uh, it has to be Kamar Lawrence. He has been really good at not ball watching at times, but that point where he's facing the ball and Arahu just w- runs by him. And even after he runs by him and should have scored, he doesn't track him at all. And so, yeah, like he's just, you got to be a little bit more defensive aware. Um, don't watch the ball. Don't face the ball. Face away from the net. Make sure you can see turn and look at the ball and also see the people running at you. I don't know. Defense one-on-one. I
0: was swear you were gonna say nachos there, but you know, um, I'll, so I'll do it for you. Nachos, Nach- is the shitty
1: Freddie adu for for Minnesota. Not nacho nacho Freddie adus, my Freddie. <laughs> uh, all right, and I, you know, I, I I agree with you,
0: Taylor. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to Lude though. Um, scores the goal, obviously. Um, but that play doesn't happen. Obviously, well, as you mentioned without without TJ Taylor. That's important too.
3: Right.
0: Well, um,
1: he, he missed a couple <laughs> he missed he a did. couple that we would like him to
3: he didn't did. defensively fuck up
1: no no he did not
0: all right uh jess who do you got
3: um uh, so good dos. i can't remember if it was frank fragapane or unu but i feel like one or maybe both of them looked a lot better and fiercer in this match than they have recently. And literally can't remember because sometimes they're the same to me. We acquired them at the same time. They both have funky names, forgive me. And I remember the match that uh, poorly that I have no bad <laughs> All
0: right. Pia you wanna jump in here or? You got yeah, I was it? gonna
2: say, I'd give it to Robin. I think, you know, that getting that equalizer it, that it was such a frustrating first half i mean that you you went in i always like to keep an eye on xg and our first half like it was we should have gone in according to xg almost at two and yeah. i think their xg was practically negative i mean they they had nothing and to have squandered so many of those chances it's one of those that as the game goes on the closer you got to the 90 you thought a draw might feel okay especially after we went behind it was just so so frustrating to not finish any of those chances that we had but i'd have to say robin just for being able to get that equalizer get at least a point out of it
0: nice yeah my my xb expected beers was uh two and i hit uh, i think four at the first half so because
2: they were free uh well, no wonder you were stealing all the good finishing then.
0: yeah yeah exactly uh all right Let's wrap up this game with uh, the award-winning Jess's post-match, Hot or Not review. Take it away,
3: Jess. (sighs) It's a lot to live up to these days, guys. I'm trying to keep it fresh. Here we go. So hot right now. And not just because I saw a rainbow over Allianz Field after drinking two free red wines and acoustically harassing Greg Vanny, Christian Hot You are so hot right now. Truly, truly, literally making a dream of mine come true. I am humbled by your hotness. Sexy. All right. Sexy, hot, sexy. Rainbows. And Jim. Jim who introduced me to all of the finery at my fingertips upon my fashionably late arrival to the field level doors um, at seven ten pm and I blurted right away as uh, as I could only should only expect myself to do was that this was my first ever trip to the BMW field level and this was my dream come true. And it was a gift from a friend and I have a podcast and a co-host and so on and so forth. And he, uh, literally took, when I outreached my hand at the end of his spiel, I said, and you're Jim, I'm Jess. And I put out my hand and he shook it like I was a big wig. And yeah, did I set him up a little? Yeah, I did. But Jim, big shout out to Jim. You're a fabulous host. Fuente. Fuente hat being shushed by an LA galaxy fan and directly assertively ending that dialogue with a single word no <laughs> and surviving the walk to the black heart after the man. That's super Fuente.
0: Excellent. Uh, all right. So, so that wraps up Minnesota United, uh, getting a point at home on Wednesday and then, um, they decided to go down to Dallas and uh for the first time ever beat Dallas in uh, in Frisco. or I mean Dallas, I mean Frisco. I mean Frisco. Uh, I don't know, it's, whichever. It's, yeah, I know. I know.
1: Also the first time Dallas has lost in Frisco this 2022 season. That is correct. Um there's a fun the funny stat that uh
0: Cal said on the broadcast was uh this is a uh, they have not lost in uh since October uh like twenty-seventh of twenty twenty one. I'm like so that's a really weird saying, a way of saying they haven't lost at home this year. Like, just say they haven't lost at home this year.
3: Well, um, it's slightly longer, right? Because it includes some of the twenty twenty one season,
0: but like almost none of it, um, and because they weren't in the playoffs either. So, anyways, uh, this game uh, we have the same starting eleven for the first time this year. He uh, did not rotate anybody, which is weird because we were playing in the, we we're in the in the midst of like six games in like so twenty one days or something like days. that. Twenty days. days. Um, anyways, he must have liked what he saw against the Galaxy because he started the same uh, eleven players. Although Trap and Arriaga did switch um, their spots on the field, Trap was on the left in this game versus on the right in uh, the game against Dallas uh, against the Galaxy on Wednesday. Uh, the weather was very nice, sixty-nine degrees in da- I mean Frisco, um, which is you know weird down there because normally in Dallas it's like ninety-six degrees, uh, even you know in on May twenty-third so i'm sure that helped minnesota and the first uh, the big game kicks off uh, minnesota played really well um i thought we're controlling most of the game uh and in the 20th minute minnesota gets a goal uh, their first goal uh it's an absolute scorcher of a free kick from reynoso just outside the box um he screams it sort of i, I originally thought it was under the wall it's kind of like around the wall uh, robin lude kind of served as a distraction um the wall had set up and then had Pax and sort of laying on the ground. And originally I thought it kind of like skipped over Pomichol, but upon further review, it looked like it definitely kind of like around the wall. It was just come, it was coming in really fucking fast. Uh, The goalie up in low and Payas makes the save, but spills the rebound um, and that go in Lude uh, and boggy are basically in a foot race to see who can put the ball in the back of the net. Lude wins the foot race uh, just slams it home. And that gives uh, Minnesota a one nothing lead in, in Dallas.
2: I was just glad to see the hustle and the follow-up to it. I mean, the the goalie spilled it. And how many times do you watch that? And then nobody's there. So he gets to (laughs) gather himself again. And you get nothing out of it. So it was great to see not just, I mean, that you had two players both coming in like that.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, Minnesota, um, that's Lude's sixth goal of the year, um, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Go ahead, MJ.
1: We're getting better at set pieces. We're getting goals off set pieces. And as much as the Heat Out podcast as we are, whether it's Heat, whether it's the players, whether it's an assistant coach that is drilling set piece, we're, we're mixing it up. We're not always doing the same thing. Often it is Reynoso on the, on the dead ball scenario, but we're not always doing the same predictable static thing. We have people moving in different directions. We're, we're starting to run some goalkeeper interference like hockey plays, and it's fun. It's fun. Uh, yeah, actually, both,
0: uh, spoiler, both goals were from recycled set pieces in this game, so. Uh, all right, so then we have a yellow card bonanza. I believe this was in, like, the 33rd or 34th minute, where the referee loses his fucking mind and gives three yellow cards in two minutes. Uh, Boxall for a, uh, a challenge, which is probably deserved. Um, Boxall had gotten a couple of, uh, had had a few uh, tackles that were, you know, a little, little hard. Uh, Ariaga gets a yellow card for protesting the referee, um protesting to the to the referee, which I don't think was very deserved. And then less than 2 minutes less than 2 minutes later, I think less than a minute later honestly, uh our good friend Frank Payne um has a just a, a really crazy challenge. Probably not a yellow card if uh if he had just given out two yellow cards. Um but because Minnesota was just kind of losing all their losing their fucking minds, uh a third yellow card is given out. Now l- luckily None of this comes back to hurt us. Um, however, we'll talk about it later. Um, Boxy and Ariaga are probably Ariaga for sure. I'm I'm like 99% sure Boxy suspended for the next uh, MLS match. So it was a it was a weird, a weird two-minute stretch of, of game where basically in the span of, of probably 30 seconds of actual soccer, we got three yellow cards. Um, not including the the time spent, you know, protesting and waiting for guys to stop rolling on the ground
1: and Ozzy Lonzo wasn't playing for us and will trap not get one of them
0: weird. Yeah. Fucking will trap did not get one. You're right. That's, that is, that it's also crazy.
2: Yeah. Those two, you said they weren't separated by two minutes. They were in the same minute. They were both in the 33rd.
0: Yeah. The, I, th- I think Frank Payne's was, was like 27 seconds later or something like that. It was, it was, it was an a- insane. So um, anyways, uh, Jess, do you have any thoughts on the, our yellow card bonanza?
3: Uh, Yeah. So, listen, I I am in no position here in my glass house to throw stones at people who might be a little mouthy. I understand that. But you can't be mouthy with the ref when you're the only blue head of hair on the pitch. You kind of stand out. You already kind of stand out because you're pretty tall. OK, and I, I don't know because I can't hear you on the broadcast, but I imagine that you have a distinct voice just by the way your mouth moves when you speak. And uh, long story short, this is just one more reason someone needs to make you an appointment with your barbershop ASAP.
1: Fair That's enough. Right. <laughs> MJ? the center ref was uh lucas spalla he i don't want to say he doesn't like the loons but he has a he kind
3: of looked like it
1: he has a history of of favoring home teams and it just so happens that it's home teams when we're playing away flashback to last year in vancouver when we were winning 2-1 and he calls that bullshit penalty on finley and the son of a bitch. The homey puts puts in the penalty kick and we end up drawing with of all teams the Vancouver Whitecaps. Flashback to early this year when we were winning in Red Bull Stadium. He calls a penalty, and Dane St. Clair makes the PK save of his life to give us a one. So it's not always cards, but like calling fouls on us. When we're playing away from home is one of Lucas Spala's things.
0: That's that is way too coherent to be MJ anon.
1: So I'm just gonna take that. Right. As well. I, I, so, no, no one on MJ anon is talking about this. This is this is, this is Wall movie.
3: Street. This is Washington Post <laughs> shit. I, I buy it.
1: I, right. I will credit Dustin Feedy and Cheryl Beesoner and uh, keep Olin
3: your anonymous, MJ.
1: I will credit my friends for like keeping a referee database that that I don't have direct access to, but they remind me of history <laughs> I'll share it with you. On okay.
3: the legit.
0: It is not surprising to me at all that feedy has a referee database um, and I live a block away from him, so I should probably go down there and take a look at it so uh, alright, so we go to the half uh, up one nothing uh, second half starts Minnesota again it is Minnesota controlled most of this game honestly uh, it didn't look like it in the stats. Um, I think. Dallas beat us in possession, but the possession that Minnesota had was much more efficient in this game than it even was in the Galaxy game. On the 55th minute, our friend DJ Taylor uh, scores. Uh, his, I oh. believe it's his first goal as, as, as a loon. This is, again, off of a free kick. So Reynoso takes the free kick, gets volleyed out to DJ Taylor on the, the right-hand side. Um, he takes a good shot. It's not a, it's not a banger. It's not a screamer. Um, it, it really just kind of like the goalie gets screened, I think. Uh, and just doesn't react quick enough, and it, it skirts to the the um, the far netting, and Minnesota's up two nothing uh, just like that.
1: I think Reynoso was the person like standing in front of the keeper and jumping out and of the way. And
3: fragapane was in the line of the ball.
1: Oh, it was Fragapone? Uh They don't look anything like each other, so I don't know how I got that mixed up. But yeah, <laughs> well, well it's, it could be me. No, no to be to be fair the camera angle I saw of it on the replay you can't really tell who it is by their number or stature you just see some legs get, getting out of the way yeah, uh, I yeah mean, watching, it's a great goal yeah go ahead go ahead watching the Dallas uh, feed
2: which will we'll talk about that a little bit more sure <laughs> um, there was some mild complaints that the goalie was complaining that someone was offside or someone should have been called but it was so half-hearted that they didn't even really go back and show anything uh,
3: to kind I remember of justify. That. Yep.
0: Cool. All right. Uh, so then Minnesota starts making some substitutions um, in the eighty, I love this one. 82nd minute. Ariaga goes up for a header. He comes crashing down, um, <clears throat> you know, he, hits his head. I think he hit the back of his head, but he's holding his jaw and kind of like, you know, moving his jaw around or as he's going to the sideline um, after getting treatment. Uh, I don't know if you saw if you caught this in the in the uh, uh, during the game, but he blows a kiss to one of the like 10 SC Dallas fans in attendance. Um, And it's just it's a perfect like, fuck you from Ariaga, because I think I thought at that point he was actually coming off for Coleman, who had been warming up, but he actually stays on the pitch. He goes back out after the after he gets the all clear. Uh, But I just thought it was perfect. Ariaga, like that dude is I kind of hate him, but I love that he's on my team. Like, yeah.
3: He is he's great entertainment, that's yeah. for
0: sure. He definitely will get will get under uh the skin of other players. So I'm I you like having one of those guys on your team as opposed to the other team.
1: And as a Honduran, he's very much familiar with the Conka Coffee dark the arts. The dark arts. Yes. <laughs> the dark the dark arts of Conca Caf, yes. Yeah. Um we house- guys. times ten.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, concaf uh concaf housery, um shit housery, if you will. Uh, And then I just highlight the the last sub comment comes on for Reynoso, AKA parking the bus. Uh, And I think everybody at the black heart just groaned. There's probably about like 30 of us there, maybe 35 people and everybody just, just went, uh, seen this movie before it doesn't end well. Luckily for us, it ends well. Um, Minnesota finishes out the game. A couple of dicey opportunities, uh, for FC Dallas, including one in the, I believe the 90th, a uh, minute plus four of stoppage time. Uh, that uh, ball just is sitting wide open for uh, FC Dallas. And uh, they just, he's, you know, uh, hits the side, the side netting. Um, Ariola and I can't remember who they kind of collided in the box. The ball was just sitting there and the Dallas player uh, just shanked it. So, so we yeah, Minnesota wins uh, get, again, their first ever win in uh, Frisco uh, in against FC Dallas in Dallas, which is fantastic. That's four, a four point week. Which, if you told me at the beginning of the week that would be a four-point week, I would have uh, I would have taken it for sure. Um, you know, easily could have been a three-point week. Easily could have, you know a six-point week. Easily could have been a zero-point week with you know the way Minnesota's been playing. But this is also their first win uh, in four games, including that draw against Ellie Galaxy. So uh, fantastic to get it, especially going into a couple another big two-match week. As I mentioned, Lude's sixth goal was his twenty-second of his Minnesota United FC career, uh, that breaks the tie with Darwin Quintero and. Uh, Christian Ramirez and Kevin Molino to give him the most loon goals, uh, in MLS of, of all time. So congratulations to Robin Lude. And now I'll throw it over to PA loon who, who, who unfortunately had to listen to the Dallas feed. Um, we all got the Minnesota, you know, Cal and, and Kendra up here, um, who for all their faults and you know, they, they have some, like I said, I really like Kendra. I think Cal, uh, I'm not a huge fan of Cal in his commentary, but you know, compared to most of the other mls uh, uh play-by-play guys he's actually really fucking good um you know you don't get copa libertadores matches if you're not a, a generally pretty good play-by-play guy um but the dallas uh team uh take it away let us let us know how bad it was
2: oh they were they were garbage um short version hot garbage the it started off early on i mean i lost track but I think one thing that we would all remember is how many blown tires there were as players were just running around out there and then randomly slip on banana peels. Like that stadium has the worst turf monster that I think I've ever seen. they just players going down. I mean, Ray went down on a, a counter and just completely out of nowhere loses his footing. Well, the announcers then start in on like talking about the, the science of grass growth cycles. And I'm like, this has turned into like agronomy talk with two dudes that are trying to explain to us how, Oh, it's the grass growth cycle. I'm like, where is this even coming from? And that was early on. And then probably the most egregious thing that just was mind numbing is the names. I would love to know what like pronunciation keys they get, because I am unfamiliar with our new player Blong <laughs> I don't know if any of you know who Blangwooshway is. Are there any Blangwooshway jerseys that we can get made in the <laughs> team store? Wuxue
0: jersey made.
2: If, it's it really. They were talking about Reynosa. That was a, that was one as well. And I could figure out how to spell that one. And then there were a couple of others. But like
3: gender wise in Spanish, to say Reynoso versus Reynosa, I feel like I, that. Like and they're they're the FC Dallas feed. It's not like they don't have some Spanish speakers it, you somewhere. Know,
2: yeah, the I couldn't even estimate, like, how would you spell it? Because it was such a butchered pronunciation, but they kept doing it. I thought like, oh, maybe he just tripped over his tongue. No, like he really thinks his name is Bong or something. I. It was just a bizarre circumstance. And then his partner tries to, like, rush in and save him by talking about, oh, he's like a South African football expert. And I'm like, no, he ain't <laughs> uh, if. If he's talking about way I'm not sure he knows where South Africa is. <laughs> <laughs> there
0: is—it's weird because on the actually the MLS website, if you click on the player's name, you can actually for most of them you actually like you, there's like a phonetic like spelling, and then also like for a lot of them you can actually click on a link, and it'll, they'll actually it's they have the players say for particularly those names um like Bongi or, or whatever they actually have the players say the name so you can hear how it's actually said. But this is not a F- just a specifically FC Dallas problem. I I, I agree that's particularly egregious and bad. But like even fucking um, what's his nuts from Fox, uh, Stu Holden was calling Robin Lude uh, Robin Lude on the ESPN broadcast. Load, yeah, yeah, uh, Load, um, log, L- Lod, I think is two. Which I'm like, I was, really hoping, I was really hoping his name would be Robin Lod because I just wanted to make a two poll that said Neil before Lod. um, but. <laughs> it's unfortunately not so um, it's this is a, a particular like an MLS announcer problem so the, uh, the pronunciation
2: stupid, like the pronunciation was bad enough and then I swear to God it was probably 10 minutes in the first half they brought Peppy up and you think okay like bring him back in have him talk about the team or something it's like the game was unfortunately scheduled during a, a peppy interview because they stopped talking about the game at all like they had a chance from a corner Almost no conversation was happening about it. It was it was so bad. Like I even made a joke about like, this is Bob Euchre in Major League. Like that's what's <laughs> happening right now is these guys have forgotten that have, they have a job to do. And they're just talking to this dude about, I am not making this up. Like if you can find it somewhere. One of the questions was, what's the food that you missed most about being in the States while you were over in Germany? And he was talking about, you know a hamburger and i'm like gentlemen there there is a game going on like you are professionals being paid to enlighten us and i've got grass grass growth cycles here i've got some guy named blong wushwei running around <laughs> out there i you're you're asking like peppy about what's his what's his favorite steak sauce or something it was so bizarre that these guys are professionals so I mean, if you're an aspiring broadcaster and you think, "Well, I'll never be qualified enough to do this," no, I have news for you. You are potentially overqualified for that job. I thought last summer or uh, earlier this year, whenever we were making SpongeBob jokes, that that's what his name was going to be. I thought that would Sponge be the worst Bong? thing. Oh yeah, like that was flying around on Twitter for a while. It was just that yeah, we'll call him SpongeBob. I thought that would be the funniest thing that I heard. Unfortunately for his name, no, Blung <laughs> became like gold medalist, just shoved him completely off. But their announcers were just so awful and just bizarre in the things they were doing and a, a multitude of mistakes. So like count our lucky stars that we've got the announcers that we do, because I get to see them whenever they're home. So it is kind of funny whenever, whenever they're at home and, and you folks are at the games, uh, I'm watching the home call. So you don't really get to see the home call when I watch it, yeah. but then whenever they're on the road, you get to watch the home, the, uh, you know, some of the games. And I know some of you have your, uh, you're speaking of the dark arts ways of making sure to get the home call. Um, <laughs> but the, I'm sitting here watching these uh, road broadcasters and it is, it is a real horror show depending on some yeah. of the stadiums that you go to, what you're going to get.
0: It's- yeah, for sure. Go ahead, MJ.
2: We could sponsor
3: an internship. <laughs> for, you know, like, Your
1: name is not MJ.
3: Yeah, I didn't care. Um, (laughs) Beat you to it. (laughs) After you, MJ, go ahead.
1: No, I want to hear about this internship you want to sponsor.
3: No, I think, I think like any high school students just then need some credits, like we could just set them on the Twitter for a day and that'd be kind of fun.
0: I don't i don't um, need a high school student having access to the dave's i know twitter account there's some weird oh shit as if they about, could fuck it up
3: any any better than we can
0: i'm just saying there's some weird shit that we follow on that on that account so um
3: well,
1: they, and they collect the royal,
0: the royal we here there so mj go ahead
1: cal and to follow in the footsteps of minnesota top soccer uh announcers like chris lindholm who's been on this pod a number of times as a guest and Little Home is someone who prides himself not only on Minnesota soccer history, but history in general. And I've never seen someone so disciplined at making sure he knows the names and numbers, how to pronounce every name on the home team, as well as the away team and making sure he can pronounce them, their names with confidence. He knows what number they are. It's not, oh, and some – Fort Lauderdale striker gets the ball. He he knows their name. He says it correctly. It's very professional. And especially when we were in the NASL, you had someone else who was like, "Is this high school sports?" You're like, no. and, and and a loon, get, and a loon gets the ball, passes it to another loon, and you know, like <laughs> you're you're watching the feed from
3: the blonde you know, one.
1: You know, yeah, yeah. It, it's just like, do you take your job seriously at all? <laughs> Yeah. All
0: right. Well, that uh, pretty much wraps up. What's gonna Let's skip the ados for this one. But Jess, like, we can't. We'd be remiss if we don't get the post match hot or not review. Hot or not. So
3: short and sweet us. and spicy. Okay. All right. Hot. The Fn Right. Loons. Win. I think I predicted that last week. I think I said that we would lose against the Galaxy and then come back for a triumphant win in Dallas.
1: You were the only one that predicted the win in Dallas.
3: I'm just saying, guys. When you're hot, you're hot. All right, second hot. Robin Lude the Loon. I can't make it any easier for you, broadcasters. Like. Try that one out. Lude the loon, all right. And I wanted to insert a clever use of the word quiver here um, because it lewd getting his sixth goal is what's super hot for numero dos, uh, but I couldn't think of one in time. So 50% credit for turning it in. Thank you. Sure. Now, using the concert that was held on your pitch at the uh, soccer hall of fame as an excuse for losing your first home match since October, 2021.
0: Again, that's a really weird way to say they just haven't lost at home this year. So Uh, that's why I repeated
3: it just for your (laughs) listening pleasure. Zeller.
0: All right. Uh, there's another Minnesota United game, MNUFC two. Uh, they played in Vancouver against the Whitecaps. Uh, I heard so. I heard from people that um, about uh, ten or eleven guys on the, the MNUFC two roster um, do not have their passports sorted, so they couldn't go to Vancouver to play this game. Oh. So there was a lot of kids. Uh, they uh, they maxed out on on their academy kids in this match, and the game ended two um, oh. two. Minnesota had a couple of really great goals. Fred Emmings had a couple of howlers of, of, uh, goals that were allowed, um, in the game, including one where he passed the ball right to, uh, Vancouver Whitecaps two player, um, who just chipped him. Basically it was, uh, I watched the highlights. It was not great, but as MNUFC next pro does, or MLS next pro does, they just go straight to penalty kicks and Minnesota for the third time, believe I believe this year, one, three, one on penalties with, uh, Fred Emmings making two saves actually, as a matter of fact, and then uh, the bar um, stopping one as well so next match is this coming sunday at 1 p.m versus Crapids two at the nessie if you want to go watch the uh the dos loons uh and then finally the other united news as i mentioned in the um fc dallas uh recap ariaga and boxy are both i said all right ariaga for sure and Boxy, I'm like 99% sure suspended for the Saturday match against NYCFC. So we'll talk about what that might mean for uh, Wednesday uh, in the uh, in the preview. So uh, let's we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we will do Minneapolis City Minute, uh, talk about some Aurora, um, we have a USLW update, and then uh, talk a little bit about the upcoming uh, Minnesota United matches. So we'll be right back.
2: You will me meet Type of dude, and I want to be who you like me to, but we both know I can't do nothing at all. Oh, yeah.
0: uh-huh. All right, and we are back. Uh, let's hit some lower league soccer before we jump back into Minnesota United. The Minneapolis City Minute, uh, we had lots of matches this week. Uh, the UPSL team, uh, beat Rochester FC four to nothing. That's the Minneapolis city futures. That's mostly the, uh, young kids. And
1: just for Rodrigo, the fourth goal was scored by Mutu. two. So hashtag move watch.
0: <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, former Blackhawk player. I'm assuming then. Yeah. And he's good. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, in the USL two <clears throat> on Friday, I went to this game out in Breck, uh, Furious City one, Minneapolis City zero. Uh, I definitely did not smoke weed in a parking lot of a high school, uh, which I definitely have not done. You know, um, ever when I was in high school twenty five years ago. So, uh,
3: did you wear a pink pony?
0: uh, I did not wear the polo. I wore my uh, Cats and Crows uh, jersey. I do have. I do have the polo though. So I will. I'm gonna bust it out this week sometime. It's supposed to be pretty nice out. So. uh, P. A. Loon. So For the
3: Blake one, you should yeah. because Blake is also.
0: I, I, I'm not sure if I'm gonna be able to make it to Blake. We'll talk about that. I'm I'm gonna go. I'm going to Top Seek Top
1: Gun on Friday night. So, uh, Friday afternoon. So
3: we don't have to talk. Yes, will it.
1: you still be in Inotanka? So you can just come over to Hopkins and hop over, hop over to hop over to Hopkins. Uh,
3: uh, maybe I don't know.
0: Uh, so, uh all right. This Friday. I said so we're gonna do this fast, and now we're getting derailed. So, uh, MPSL on Saturday. Uh, in Sioux Falls, uh, they drew two-two. Uh, Sioux Falls went up two nothing early in the in the first half, and then Minneapolis City had a brace in the second half um, to uh, to get a point in Sioux Falls. Well, we Minneapolis have City, yeah, uh, Minneapolis City has never lost to Sioux Falls. <clears throat> um, in Sioux Falls, I don't believe they've lost to them here in Minneapolis either. So, uh, all right, upcoming this week, if you want to check out some um, lower uh, USL. NPSL UPSL uh, action Wednesday UPSL team, the futures team plays at Vlora FC, which is in Burnsville at 730. Uh, if you want to drive down to Rochester, the NPSL team plays at 7pm um, at against Med City in Rochester. USL2 team is in action Friday at 7pm at St. Croix uh, against, that's in Stillwater. Um, the team is playing in Stillwater, I believe at the high school, MJ, is that correct?
1: Stillwater area high school, which might technically be in Lake Elmo, but yeah.
0: Yeah. And then uh, the MPSL team <clears throat> plays Friday night at 8 p.m. versus the Dakota Fusion, uh, as we mentioned, at Blake High School at the Gordy Ameth Stadium. Um, definitely don't go smoke weed uh, in the parking lot before the game and then go cheer on the crows. Definitely don't do that. All right, uh, USLW and specifically Minnesota Aurora to start. Aurora has their kickoff, uh, their uh, season opener, home opener, um, debut match as a team. This coming Thursday, 7 p.m. at TCO Stadium out in Egan. That's the Vikings uh, training facility. I saw some video today of them removing all of the football lines, um, which Woo-hoo! is going to be really cool. So I believe they, they, like the big Viking head that's in the middle of the field has to stay there. Um, there's a few things that have to stay, but for the most part, the lines are going to be soccer, soccer lines on the pitch. I think there's one game that they have to play. Where the, the football lines will be there. They won't be able to paint over the lines. So it's going to be really cool. Um, I went out and visited the stadium a couple weeks ago. Um, it's a gorgeous facility for, you know, basically a, a, a training facility. It sucks that it's out in Egan. Um, but there is still a bus that's going from Blackheart. I believe as of this morning, there were like 11 spots available for $7. Gets you a tall boy uh, and a ride out there and back. <clears throat> so definitely if you still want to try to get out there, I think they're going to run that for all of the matches going out uh, to Egan um, of which there will be six. So check that out. And then uh, another big congrats to MJ who uh, was announced today that he's covering Aurora for the soda soccer website. So awesome. MJ congratulations on, on that new gig.
1: I thank you all uh, my co-hosts on the Dave's. I know past and present and you listeners for helping contribute to my Soccer journalism career, and it's been really fun writing for them. And I'm thanks to Jeremy Rushing from Soda Soccer for giving me this opportunity to cover Minnesota Aurora. I, I'm really excited to be in the press box. And I just talked, had a great talk with Mark Pravatsky at Blackheart. Um, he's gonna be covering the team for equal time soccer, and we just had a just a great talk about how we're going to help each other out and how we're going to cover kind of different aspects of the team and kind of do different things. Also kind of help each other out when we need to. Are you
0: going to get a press pass? Yes. Excellent. Oh. <laughs>
1: All right. I, I will, I will be getting a press pass. I will be sitting in the press box. Um, I don't Finally, know those fuckers over at Minneapolis
0: city can get their heads out of their asses and give you a press pass. So
3: listen, MJ X on the the a,
1: listen, I, you know, if, if Minnesota Aurora wants to comp me some food up in the press box, it's going to be really hard for me to say I'm no.
0: sure there'll be food up there, MJ. <clears throat>
3: it's just whether you can keep your mouth shut after you're finished chewing. <laughs> uh,
1: this is why yes. I'm writing and not on video or audio, right? No one wants to hear, hear me interview Aurora players. No one wants to hear that. But you know, writing an article, you know, I'm fine. Look, if
2: the Dallas announcers had been chomping on nachos, I think it would have been better. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: fair, fair point. Uh, also, shout out to uh, former uh, Dave's I Know uh, correspondent Bridget McDowell, who uh, was announced today <clears throat> is joining uh, the um, E Pluribus Lunum uh, that covers Minnesota soccer uh, for uh, yeah. Minnesota United. So she'll be doing some writing for them as well, covering the team. So, also ooh, fantastic. Ooh, that's news, yeah, on the SB Nation, um, former min- writer for the Dave's I know. Uh, that's how she got her break. Was writing for us and uh, join us has joined us for the podcast. We should get her back on the podcast soon to, to chat about uh, that. So
3: yeah, for real. All right, I've never met her.
0: All right, well, we, we should do. try
1: to
0: try to do that one in person. So we'll figure something out soon. Uh, all right, and yep. then other USLWs. is Minnesota. Wars not the only uh, USLW team uh, that's kicking off or that has kicked off. Uh, PA, you have a, a USLW update, right?
2: Yeah, uh, Eagle FC started their season last weekend. They were on the road down in Glen Burnie, uh, Maryland against Christos FC, and uh, it did not go as planned, ended up losing 3-2, but uh, we're down 1-0 at the half. Uh, the the announcers there, since we're kind of on covering the coverage here, uh, the announcers in, in Maryland were talking about how they weren't running a, a real pressing system, and I'm like, it's 91 degrees. Like, they are... <laughs> They are melting out there and you are criticizing that this isn't like total football clockwork orange 1970s <laughs> Netherlands or something, <laughs> but yeah, they ended up, uh, they went down three and I thought, Oh boy, this could be, this could be interesting, but they fought back. They got two goals late. So a loss on the road to start off the season in some miserable conditions with some good battle back was nice to see. Uh, they have their home opener on Friday. So I will be there, uh, at boiling Springs high school, a real place home of the bubblers. That's their mascot. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is awesome oh <clears throat> that is
2: awesome yeah i really uh, want yeah. to sample bubblers?
3: in hits from the bong right now it's so thematic
2: well you will be on school property whenever that happens yes the home of the bubblers
1: the boiling springs bubblers and do they have a a a stuffed animatronic water fountain drinking fountain it's a glass
3: fountain? piece mj <laughs>
1: <laughs> i,
0: I re- really hope that it is just a, a bong um <laughs> That would be fucking fantastic. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's talk about the upcoming matches that Minnesota has uh, this week. Uh, what's first uh, open cup match <clears throat> round of 16 uh, Wednesday, 7 PM versus union Omaha. I just saw that Minnesota released a bunch of tickets. You can get tickets for like 12 bucks to this game. If you want to go. Um, I know there's going to be a bunch Higgling.
3: of, <clears throat> I heard it. I
0: know there's going to be a bunch of people, uh, from Omaha coming up for the match. That should be pretty awesome. Uh, Blackheart will be open at two for the U- Europa Conference League final. If uh, if you want to come drink with some Omaha folks, it sounds like they're going to be there as well. So um, what you should know about Omaha, they're the USL League One reigning champs. They play in the same um, league as Ford Madison. They've kicked a shot out of Ford Madison a bunch of times. Uh, they beat the des moines menace in round two uh i watched that game mj we watched that game together over at uh ninth street soccer um they beat the fire on pens in uh round three at soldier field and then they beat the uh northern colorado Hailstorm in what was i think their third ever competitive professional soccer match uh in the round of 32 in omaha so um as much as we don't know much about the players this is not a this is not a pushover team this is a very good team in what is becoming a, a very good league usl league one minnesota on the other hand <clears throat> should be a heavy rotated squad again uh unu and amaria will probably start they both came on for about 20 minutes or so uh, at the end of the fc dallas match um the big question is is Metnier going to be available um he has not been uh if not kib gucci probably gets to start as the right back eric miller was hurt during warm-ups uh, at fc dallas and um Eric Dick actually had to step in as the backup goalkeeper on uh, Saturday or on Sunday. <clears throat> so the big question is whether Eric Miller, because he's been starting the open cup matches, whether he's good enough to go or if Eric Dick will get the start with probably Fred Emmings on the bench. And then um boxy Nariaga suspended for Saturday. Uh, so if Keith kind of alluded that they will probably both start on Wednesday since they can't play in the, in the Saturday match anyways um, to mm-hmm. get them some game time. So, you know, we'll probably get a mix again of a, you know, probably two thirds of a, of the, you know, starters slash first team players. Um, a third of players who are, you know, sort of potentially, um, MLS, uh, you know, next pro teams. Um, but, uh, yeah, we should, we shall see, um, MJ, uh, you've been doing a little bit of USL stuff you have any,
1: anything on Omaha. Just that their head coach is Jay Mims. Uh, he, actually played for the cincinnati river hawks way 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 back when but more impressive than his playing career his coaching career he was the head coach at university of nebraska omaha he was the academy director at real salt lake and then that got him an assistant coaching job for the real monarchs so he knows the soccer you know that's that's a good pedigree for someone who knows the soccer and you know a team that can beat the Chicago Fire, even though Minnesota United's way better than Chicago Fire, um, should still <laughs> should still garner some respect. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Um, Omaha's
0: they're what three? Did they start in twenty nineteen? I believe it was twenty nineteen. Um, they have an amazing crest. Uh, Matthew Wolf, um, former uh, Minnesota resident designer, who if you really like um, some gear that have, that teams have done, Matthew Wolf probably had a hand in it mm-hmm. uh, for the most part. Um, so they have a, a, they have cool, they have cool Jersey, cool, uh, cool kits, uh, a great, uh, great badge, um, and really good players. Instead, said Nebraska Omaha is, um, Creighton is a hotbed for college talent. So this is a, a, a team that can, can definitely recruit pretty well. So, all right, let's jump in. Uh, who do we think is going to win? Um, MJ, let's start with you go MJ, Jess, PA
1: Loon, and then myself. I say we win two nothing. All right. Jess.
3: I say oh god, I don't I don't know anything about Omaha. Except don't that really I love to. the Counting Crow song. <laughs> Omaha. Somewhere in Middle America. That could be your own. Pick it pick the game. <clears throat> We win.
0: Okay. Good one. Okay. Uh, pa loon, who you got?
2: Uh, I think the loons take it. I think it'll be ugly. The
0: last, the last time we played a, uh, a well, in the last open cup, we beat uh, New Mexico at home. It was it? seven to one. I think was the final score. Six to, six to one or something like that. Um, I also think it's going to be uh, a curb stomping four to nothing for to the loons. They just have way too much talent for. Omaha so <clears throat> all right let's move on let's get to the uh MLS matchup on the weekend Saturday 7 p.m uh central time at uh versus NYCFC at Allianz Field Minnesota is uh, is actually the um not favored they're the underdog in this match uh plus 185 <clears throat> draws plus 250 and NYCFC is the favorite at plus 125 they are of course the defending uh, MLS uh champs they play a 4-2-3-1. Uh, head coached by Ronnie Dyla, who's been who has been a very he's been a very outspoken and um, I don't know, almost klopp esque uh, motivator of talent. Um, who do we wanna who should we highlight from NYCFC here pretty quickly? <clears throat> well, I guess I'll start. Sean <laughs> um, Johnson is their goalkeeper. He uh, <clears throat> if you remember Minnesota's home opener, uh, their their alliance opener, as a matter of fact was Sean Johnson was in goal and he uh, put one in the back of his own nets, uh, very haphazardly. He is a national team goalkeeper. He's been getting, uh, you didn't get a call up for this most recent, uh, June window, but he has been a, a regular sort of third string goalkeeper for NYCFC. Um, <clears throat> they obviously have the winning, the reigning golden boot winner, uh, Tati Castellanos, who is weirdly yeah. still on their team. Um, I kind of assumed that he would have been, uh, he would have gone a transfer in the, in the off season but he definitely probably won't be on this team come um, the end of the uh, second window. Um, Maxi Morales, who hasn't started, but you know he's really good. Gedeon Zelalem is a name that some people who are familiar with the US Men's National Team might know. Uh, he played for the um, uh, Arsenal youth team for a while and was you know, sort of borderline, like, I think when he was like 15, 16 years old, um, was getting sort of like their second team minutes people are comparing him to Freddie adu as a matter of fact and he never <clears throat> never really panned out in the uh in the epl um has been with been in uh, mls for the last three or four years and then the last uh player i want to highlight <clears throat> is uh they're actually their defensive midfielders alfredo morales and keaton parks who um do a lot of really great work in the middle of the park for for ronnie dylan is uh four two three one system so it's kind of a you know we are going to probably run off the exact same system, so it's going to be a, a war of attrition between between these two these two teams. Anybody else I'm missing? Uh, MJ Jess or PA I
1: just want to say Alfredo Morales is really good at stopping attacks and then regenerating counterattacks. and we should watch out for him. Very good.
0: Uh, all right, so who? Do we think wins this game again last time minnesota and nycfc played in minnesota it was a 2-2 draw uh it was again that was the home opener Allianz opener uh for for minnesota united that was way back in 2017 i don't think they i don't believe they've played um in minnesota since then so it's been a while since we played 2018 in would
3: have been Allianz opening season
0: 2017 oh or yeah sorry, Sorry. No, you're right. 2019 was, was the season opener. It was the Allianz opener. So they haven't played uh, in Minnesota since 2019. I don't know if they've played at all since, since that game because they're on the Eastern conference. So we don't get them very often. So. no, Cool. All right. So um, again, let's start, uh, let's go MJ, Jess, PA Luna, myself, who, who wins the game?
1: New York wins the game three to one. We're going to be on playing at Yankee stadium. It's a small, shitty field. We're playing at Allianz, MJ. Oh shit! We're playing at home. Yeah. We lose two to one. Okay. <laughs> uh,
0: Jess, who do you got?
3: I say, I say it's a draw. One one.
2: All right, PA Loon, you get you get Cal and Kendra in this game, so at least. At least you don't have shitty announcers. Oh, thank God. How am I supposed to learn about grass growing with those two doing the call?
0: I mean, the Allianz is renewing their grass. So there may be some grass talk in the, in the, in the, in the the game. So don't worry.
2: Oh, sweet Jesus. Thank God. I was terrified. I'd have to go a whole game actually listening to people talk about soccer. Um, No, I, I think we can scrap out a draw at home. I, I think that uh, that's my play on that one. It, They've they've uh, had a pretty good run here, so we'll go do theory and say that they're due to slip up somewhere and hopefully they can find a banana peel for us.
0: All right, you fucking cowards Two nothing, Minnesota United. Let's go. Let's go, Loons. Who
3: predicted FC Dallas, motherfucker? I don't want (laughs) to hear it.
2: I I don't play that game anymore. I spent a whole week last summer just incessantly tweeting that we were going to beat Seattle. And then we beat Seattle at home and ever since I've just retired the uh, going way out on a limb somewhere. People told me I was crazy for a week. I did it once. I get to gloat. I'm not going down that path again. (laughs)
0: Listen, I I had a, I had a theoretical uh, thing last year where I just, I bet a hundred dollars on every MLS game, every MLS game and actually came out in the black. So I understand your uh, not wanting to do that. Cause I was like, I'm never doing that ever again. <laughs> like I, I would have made money on MLS if I, if I just bet a hundred dollars on every single game. And that was just my, just I, I'm going to take that to the bank. And I'm never, I'm never going to bet MLS ever. So, um, so yeah. All right. Let's wrap up with some uh, world soccer uh, EPL uh, city wins the league. Congratulations, Anna, your fucking team won the fucking league. Uh, Everton and Leeds avoid relegation. Congratulations, MJ, on your team only being the uh, 16th shittiest team in the league, as opposed to the 18th or 19th or 20th shittiest. You're the second league.
1: shittiest team
2: in the league, and yeah. facing a financial investigation. We'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, so you have that to look forward to. Uh, I I heard a I saw a fun not it wasn't fun it, it's fucking sucked a tweet that basically said that in four and two of the last five years um, or two of the last four years where Liverpool uh, finished second, um, to man city. They had more points than the invincibles, the arsenal team that net, that did not lose a game and they finished second, both, both years. So it's, this is really the EPL has really just become city and Liverpool and then kind of uh, a hodgepodge of five or six teams and then pretty much everybody else. So just fun take for you, me, but I can't imagine it's super your, fun. Take your for, super
1: league and shove it, David.
0: Yeah. I can't imagine it's super fun for every other team in the league, but, uh, but Liverpool still have one more game to play. They've, they have played the maximum amount of games that they could play this year, um, which is kind of insane to think about. Uh, they play Real Madrid uh, on Saturday, uh, 2 p.m. in Paris. Uh, this game will be on CBS, Paramount Plus, uh, or Teudan. Um, I'm going to be at the Blackheart, so if you want to come watch Liverpool with me or cheer against Liverpool, uh, I will be at the Blackheart doing that. So come join us. And then um, Pia Loon mentioned it earlier, uh, Bundesliga promotion. Uh the final was today or the second leg was today. Uh Amberg had a one-nothing lead. Uh they gave that up and lost two to one, oh, uh, an aggregate. And all I have to say to that is uh fuck Hamburg and welcome back to Bundesliga Spy, where St. Pauli will hopefully kick the shit out of you again. So
1: wait, much so looking... they're not St. Pauli's not getting promoted?
0: They are not. No, they kind of shit the bed in the second half of the season. So they finished happens I believe... to the best of us. I think they believe they finished fifth. Um, they were winning at uh, the Christmas or the winter break, and then I believe the stat there was a stat that was going out there that the team that has been leading the Bundesliga at the winter break, Bundesliga's Vi at the winter break, um, for the, like the last ten years has not gotten promoted. So right. they played really they played really well at the beginning of the season and kind of uh, lost steam in the second half. And they have some they have lots of turnover. I'll, we'll we'll do FC St. Pauli talk in a in a future podcast.
2: This one's already going long. Good uh, good chance for them next season. Some big clubs going up and not really big coming down,
0: though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Armenia Billfield and uh, uh, Gruther Firth are coming down, I believe. Um, so, yeah. yeah. And then the two big teams, Werner and, and Schalke, both went up. So, yes, there's definitely some um, reason for optimism there. So, uh, And then finally, uh, the Liga Emeki's clausura uh, final is happening um, Thursday, this coming Thursday and Sunday, both at ga- uh, 3 p.m. Uh, Atlas v. Pachuca will be the game on Thursday. And then the reverse fixture Pachuca hosting Atlas will be on Sunday. So um, I don't, I didn't see anything for um, where that game will be shown, but I'm guessing probably tell uh, as well. Um, it might even be on uh, Fox
1: sports. I don't really know. After the just... Minnesota United versus LA galaxy game on Wednesday, there were several people watching the, the semi final of that with Atlas versus Tigres. They were all Atlas fans. Um, uh, uh, and they, they were just uh, at Blackheart and pleasant to talk to, you, pleasant to get to talk, uh, Liga MAQs with, uh, some people that actually, uh, you know, from yeah. Guadalajara. And Pachuca
0: kicked the shit out of America, which is fantastic as well. Yeah. So always glad to um, see
1: Club America. Uh, yeah.
0: Foods. So, yeah. So if you need something to knock off work on Thursday, 3 p.m., uh, catch it. And then the, the second leg, the final, um, of that, uh, will be on Sunday. So cool. All right. Anything else, guys, anything else I'm missing? P. Loon, um, anything else you want to talk about, promote? Shout out. Um, shout out.
2: No, just, uh, I'm sure I will see some folks uh, over on Twitter at Loon Sylvania. That's where you'll find me tweeting out more Jersey rankings and
0: when are we, so I didn't ask about the Jersey rankings. When are we going to get um, the Bundesliga's five Jersey rankings? Number one, uh, number two, are you, are you going to make it to a match um, sometime soon in Minnesota?
2: Not this season uh, for heading up to Minnesota. We, we looked at it. It just, it doesn't line up with, with schedule things going on. I've. Um,
3: oh, you have a life.
2: I, I, every once in a while. I <laughs> I find a couple of weeks to squeeze one in from time to time. Uh, as for the, uh, the, the rankings looking for some releases, I know a couple of them have already been put out there. So there'll be some more Jersey rankings coming as, as the kits are released across the pond, I will start to compile those and put them out. So yeah, you'll get more of those. I've, I, I've jokingly said that I've watched every season of project runway. So I feel highly qualified to give fashion advice to, uh, to soccer that's teams even more than I wearing. have. <laughs> no, all of them. I
3: love Project Runway. I I use the Tim Gunn line in my corporate environment all the time.
2: Yeah, I mean, I if, don't if, know if that's if, good or
3: bad or maybe both, but I just say make it
2: work. Yeah, when you have the uh, when you have the German uh, soccer talk, feel free to bring me back. And when you uh, decide you want some Project Runway hot takes about Jay and Wendy Pepper, let me know. I'll I'll be back for that one too. Uh,
0: Will do. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you're, you're honestly, you're welcome back. Uh, sorry, go ahead, MJ. Oh, I just, no, say, finish your
1: thing. And then we'll, we'll
0: oh, I'll say, you're obviously, yeah. Welcome back anytime. Um, when we, uh, maybe we'll have to do like in the summertime when there's some, like a lull, maybe we'll have to do sort of a, once we get, we've seen some more of the jerseys, have to do a, a Jersey, a Jersey, ep, uh, you know, kit talk episode or something. So we can shit on the teams that we don't like and,
2: um,
3: and make more yeah. premium content
0: <laughs> exactly,
2: oh, I, exactly Yeah, I do have to apologize I, I, I don't know if Jess uh, realizes the one rule about the the rankings anything Red Bull and City goes last so yeah. so far we haven't <laughs> run into anything City and Red Bull against each other we'll have to really decide which one goes bottom of the list if that happens
1: okay I approve I forgot to mention in World that the UEFA Women's Champions League was this past weekend uh, Olympic Vionnet oh, shit, yeah won their 8th UEFA Women's Champions League. Uh, five out of, uh, six out of the last seven, um, the Barcelona win over Chelsea, where they did not have to play Olympic Lyonnais in that run, uh, it will maybe look like an anomaly, but uh, hopefully Barcelona's back and, and they find a way to strengthen their schedule or play some, some proper teams outside of the uh, women's uh, league in Spain to give them better practice because the, yeah. they were undefeated all year, except for this game. Nope. They lost
0: the game right before this game against Wolfsburg in uh, two to nothing. So
1: they lost their last two games of the season, the last two uh, uh, women's champions league games. Again, of the season, uh, so. Don't start me on this rant again, David, like UEFA should never call two legged matches where the result is of who goes through. It's like, it's still, it's still ninety
0: minutes, and it's still a game, and they still fucking it, lost. It, that it, day, it's so. Technically lost, <clears throat> but that, that, no, yeah.
1: Congratulations awesome. to Leon. There,
0: uh, I saw, I was able to watch the game, but I did see some of the highlights, and there were some absolute fucking bangers of, of goals in this. Katarina game. Macario, the yeah. first
1: U.S. woman to score in a Champions League final. First U S player to score in a champions league final. Let's thank let's, you. That let's correct.
0: be, let's be fair there. All right. Uh, all right. Well, again, PA Lund, thank you so much for joining us. Um, thank you for much. everybody for sticking around for a slightly longer episode than we normally do. We had a lot of games and Obviously, obviously wanted to get to know um, the, one of the craziest fans of Minnesota United, someone who just sold uh, his uh, soul, soul um, put it all out there. It was like, listen, you know, come, come get me and, and Minnesota United Twitter, you you done got a good one i think so um amen uh, thank you thank you to everybody Jess, for voting um <laughs> mj and i did not vote so you know we don't get any credit for that but um again thank you so much for, for joining us. you can find him at loon sylvania it's like transylvania but loons uh uh instead with the y with the y uh at tdi on twitter if you want to chat with uh the 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 royal we um i'm at texas Zeller. mj is at mj matsui Jess is at Jessica 144083902. Um, We've been the Dave's, you know. This, this is the Dave's. Hi. No. All right. Thanks, everybody. To try
2: and get out because we both know we can't do nothing at all. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, 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 we do, uh, we, we do our thing, son. Long as you do yours, land here, become fee, con. Yeah. Uh, we we yeah. do our thing, son. Through the act we attract to, hope to reach one. Uh, we, yeah. we, we do our thing, Do it. We, 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 do it. Uh, we do our thing, son. Some will paint a piece, some will spray with a machine gun. It's mad work to be done. Uh, we, we do our uh, thing, uh, son. Y'all, I can't Yeah, I know we can't do nothing
2: at all.